0: are ready kids <laughs> is an oh, oh, oh. hello and welcome to is main a podcast i'm one of your hosts omar lopez and i'm joined with someone who always fails the reflection test
1: josh hemo <laughs> <laughs> i don't keep mirrors in my house for that very reason actually um,
0: i have mirrors in my house but i don't look at myself in them
1: oh, that's fair you it, cover them yeah well
0: <laughs> like i just kind of like i not uh, looking around. myself in the eyes because it's kind of scary. <laughs> Thank you all again for listening. Um, if you don't know, this is our podcast where we watch classic Spongebob episodes and just kind of give you a little life lessons that we see and just kind of reminisce on Spongebob. You know, we're going to explode right into this episode where we check out season two, episode two, Something Smells slash Boss Boots. Act one, Something Smells. So, in this episode, Spongebob eats a very, very famous sundae made out of onions and other smelly random crap, which makes people completely avoid him, and instead of putting two to two together and figuring out that he is smelly, he actually thinks that everyone thinks he's very, very ugly. So, that's basically what happens in the episode. Um, So, to start us off, Josh, I am kind of curious, what is your uh, ideal sundae?
1: My ideal Sunday. If you're going to have
0: a Sunday for breakfast, what's your breakfast oh, sh- Sunday? Let me uh, let me give you like a starting point. So uh, mm-hmm. Spongebob starts with ketchup, mm-hmm. onions, um, what else does he have? Peanut Peanuts plant. Peanut, a whole peanut plant from yeah, the windowsill. An sill. old peanut plant yeah. from the
1: windowsill of his bathroom. Yeah,
0: which is even grosser. Yeah. Is um, that pretty much it?
1: Yeah. So are we talking like actual Sunday, like with ice cream and stuff? Yeah. Or like a breakfast, like whatever concoction I can come up with.
0: I mean, I guess. I mean I, I, I was assu- I was assuming ice cream. All
1: right, all right, yeah, yeah, okay. I'd start like probably with try to like find some like cinnamon ice cream.
0: Cinnamon ice Yeah,
1: cream? cinnamon or like vanilla like something. an the ice cream. Yeah, something like that. And try to do like a French toast variant with like fruit and try to do some like maple syrup and shit. On top. <laughs> you could
0: even do like a little slice of French toast next to it. You know what I'm I I hate like, French toast. You hate French toast? Yeah,
1: I well unless it's like fancy restaurant french toast i think that any kind of basic french toast is like pretty pretty gross
0: i'd be like now i'm just concerned about your french toast making yeah. skills or making like, what kind I of i bre- don't even try to make french toast what kind of bread do you usually have it when i've had it use, with sandwich it
1: bread and i think that's the thing like when i was like in elementary school my mom would just make real basic like sandwich bread french toast and like it basically it? just tastes like egg and i hated that so i like only will have french toast til- that's like on like fancy like texas toast or like broget buns or whatever oh
0: nice 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 okay so how about you, you would do you? cinnamon
1: yeah yeah like a cinnamon like i would do like a cinnamon like with fruit and kind of make it like a french toast tasting ice cream
0: i think i'd go like more savory i'd do like a like a bacon like Ooh. like with like you know like a ma- maybe like a maple kind of ice cream with yeah. like the bacon like bits or something like that i just probably keep it classic i'm very much like i just like ice vanilla ice cream with like like tons of hot fudge nice i think hot fudge is the best oh maybe i'll do like a waffle combination
1: i was gonna say you could do like a probably like a maple with waffle and probably do chicken like you do like a whole maple or a (gasps) chicken waffle kind of chicken waffle ice cream situation
0: oh man now i want a sundae we'll do that after yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) my pants (laughs) all right so obviously spongebob has this disgusting sundae and he stinks so bad and then he runs into our wonderful pal, Patrick. And I just really like how when he runs into Patrick, he's like, there's just a giant piece of gum.
1: Yeah, it's like, can Patrick just like shapeshift into that blob that he was in?
0: Yeah, and why was he like that? Like I he, don't
1: know, he, just sitting there.
0: No other what? like episode do you ever see him like that scrunched up. Um But when he when Spongebob does make that Sunday, I love the the thing where he's like it's easy like sunday morning yeah (laughs) and like it's just nice it's a very like i use it a lot whenever it's sunday i'm like oh it's easy like sunday morning no one ever never gets gets it it. it's a deep cut it's okay it's
1: a deep cut i always wonder like i'm wondering too like what are his sundays normally like because he does go into his cabinet and is like oh banana and cherries that's too boring yeah and i didn't i don't remember if it made a different exactly but weren't they like rotting too like the banana and cherries, like yeah. they would have been there a while. Like does he not normally use that in his Sundays?
0: I guess not. Maybe he bought them too early in the week. Maybe. I'd fall for that same problem where like I'm I know I can make something like normal, but then I look in my cabinets and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm just gonna do a chicken. Oh, boring. <laughs> <laughs> like I've cooked it like all these different ways. I just want something different. Um which works with certain
1: things like instant ramen like you can just throw whatever in there and make it instantly better than what it is my
0: favorite thing that i used to do that i can't do anymore is you put craft singles in instant ramen craft singles yeah my dad learned it in korea they're like this is like what they do with their instant ramen and like apparently it is a thing in like Mm. japan and like other countries where they just put like cheese cheese? in it and it like well like a craft single works better and i did it when i was like younger and like in high school and college too it's really good because mm. like craft single leg melts really well
1: i feel like anything improves instant ramen
0: i would also like to credit this uh this episode with me figuring out what the f- a didgeridoo was yeah a very the didgeridoo, didgeridoo player. yeah because he like says hi to everyone and i have the order written down is it's tuba drummer guy with the symbols trumpeter uh tambourine girl didgeridoo player but I like how they just single it's out. The, the it's digit. the only character that they single out. Yeah. yeah. And then it's a Bali man, I think a triangle guy, and then kettle drum, and then a a pianist. Like, a whole, like, I don't, I don't think those are in no marching no. bands. <laughs> and then he calls it a parade, but it's literally just a marching band, and then a uh, flute, and then he says, hello, Dolly, which RIP Carol Channing. Yeah, shout she out. She died recently. But, um... But yeah, and I also noticed there was a another. There was like two big like bigger theater references, like Hello Dolly, and then like Phantom of the Opera when yeah, he's like playing, playing in his the library. Yeah. So those were like a nice little little touch as well.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I do like looking at like going back to the street. The layers of the male fish was like the male fish was first, and I didn't know what the second one was. Yeah. But the third layer was like this tiny like little woman fish. <laughs> I turned like, it. I don't. Maybe that's a reference. Maybe someone can like deep dive and figure what that is. But like
0: why well, they broke apart into a completely different you know, layer. Yeah each layer
1: meant? Yeah.
0: Maybe it was like a person inside a robot.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Secretly like
0: plankton under that layer. But you didn't know. <laughs>
1: you just keep going. Um, But that whole thing when he's in the street every time he's in the street in this episode it's pretty funny how people run away. I think the funniest is when he like gets on the windshield of some guy's car and he's like am I ugly? Yeah. And the car explodes and the cop has like gives him a ticket for the car exploding and just being in the middle of the street.
0: Um, one thing that I'm glad that you mentioned is this episode does have a pretty high kill count. So if you count each body layer as a kill, that's like two. And then um, Spongebob's reflection also kills himself. Um, two fish kill themselves with a hook. Love the hook, yeah. Um, he causes the car to explode. Let's see. Um, oh, yeah. When he's in the movie theater, two fish go belly up. Let's see, there's also uh that fish who gets her face destroyed, which I won't count as a kill, but um they did destroy the entire theater, so I'm sure there's like a couple casualties. casualties there, but it's at today. least like eight people they killed. It's crazy. That's a lot of death <laughs> from one stinky, stinky Sunday. But yeah, it's pretty pretty traumatizing.
1: We do got some like real memorable lines in this one. I think season two really picks it up with like the memorable stuff. Mm-hmm. Um the whole like ugly barnacle stories in this the uh ugly and i'm proud yeah screaming i'm ugly and i'm proud
0: what i love is uh spongebob's interactions with patrick in this one because there's like a part where there where he's like trying to figure out why everyone's running away from him and then also well he talks to a building which somehow has sentience that he can smell but patrick has no nose but the building has a nose um but He's like, oh, is it how I dress? And then they're like, nah. Again, nah. like, they show like this, all these close up. And then it's also like they do the reflection test. But um the one thing that I noticed is they're like, oh, like, um, is it my voice? And then he like has like a whole laugh. And I think that was just like the creators like acknowledging that some people think like Spongebob is one of the most annoying, annoying like, voices yeah. like you could ever hear. And I think by this point in in the situation, it was probably one of those things where like, yeah, we know. We got we it. We're
1: just gonna throw in your face now. Yeah, we're gonna throw in your face. I really like now that you brought up Patrick. Like I think his friend, the his friendship is a weird thing in this one, right? Yeah. He's very positive and trying to help SpongeBob like work on the ugly. Mm-hmm. But that's what his go-to thing is. Instead of like trying to figure out like what other problems he has, is like, maybe you're just ugly.
0: Yeah, like
1: I don't know. That's not like a great friend thing to do. Yeah,
0: he has a couple like not good moments where he's like. He's like, well, no one wants to have an ugly friend like me when he's in, like, the library. And then he says, it makes them feel better about the way they look. Yeah.
1: And, like, even, like, at the end when he he eats the sundae and people start running away from him, he is like, well, I was one of the most beautiful people, and now you've made me ugly. It's like, now you're throwing it in his face. It's, like, so mean.
0: (laughs) Um, Both of those moments, they gave me my own little small lesson. So I definitely think you should find yourself a friend that makes you feel better about the way you look um i have josh and he's hideous so that's what i do yeah no like find an (laughs) actual friend that like hype you up and do stuff like that and then also just because you have sympathy for someone's thing it's not the same as experiencing it i find a lot of times like even with me like sometimes you give people advice but like you're not in the middle of it so i
1: so it's it's hard yeah yeah Yeah. and i think that's like Being mindful that is good, and I think what Patrick does here, though, I think he he takes it way too far. It's like he's the expert about how to to deal with being ugly and stuff, and like even his way of coping with it by sitting there and screaming it at the rooftops.
0: I actually like that as a small lesson: scream if you have problems. (laughs) You you have problems, Uh, just scream. I think I like it. Okay, good. (laughs) Well, I have actually heard people. They're like, "Oh yeah, when I'm mad, I like scream into a pillow and stuff like that." Which is like, I don't
1: know, all the aggression that you're letting out. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I mean, and going off like all the lessons and stuff, even with that screaming stuff is like about a little bit about self-awareness is like important to figure out like, mm-hmm. especially with Spongebob, I can't imagine that he didn't know that his breath didn't stink, right? I mean, I guess as a person, like I don't necessarily know that my breath stinks, but your mouth like just kind of tastes crappy, Yeah, you know? And so at some point in time, you just got to figure that out. And it's the same people who like walk around and like think that they don't need a shower or don't need to like put on deodorant.
0: It's like, mm. I feel bad. I feel like sometimes it just happens to you without knowing yeah
1: and i think maybe it's like it's a good thing as a friend to be like hey like
0: yeah it's kind of like when you got food in your teeth you yeah like, you exactly someone, like even if it's a stranger like i guess body odor makes it different because like there's not much you can do at the moment yeah at the moment it's not like you can be like hey like you smell like whatever but like because the... i have been like in a co-worker situation where like i've had coworkers that like smell a little rank and i've actually like taken a couple steps away like it was that bad like this bo but I'm not gonna be like, Hey, you smell bad but I don't yeah, know. I guess
1: you don't know their situation.
0: I was on a set though that a client complained. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was
1: well, I think the complaints right, happen a lot because, I mean, yeah. I've gotten multiple emails like when I'm doing calls and stuff like working about for you. <laughs> about me specifically. Yeah, no, but, it. but it's, just, it's just like, hey, thank you for the work you did today or blah, like talking to everyone. And it's just like just a reminder to everyone on crew, please make sure that you're showering and stuff like, that. like I don't know like Ooh. why that's like a thing that companies need to consistently like remind people of. But I guess like people just get really caught up in their work, you know, and. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I
0: mean, I guess it is hard when it's, like, the end of the day and you're, like, I'd rather sleep than, like, shower right now and then have to get up for an early call. But rub it's also de- like,
1: rub some deodorant on. It takes five deodorant,
0: seconds. Deodorant, yeah. some Something. even Axe body spray. Yeah, yeah. As much as, like, no one likes yeah, that. It still works. It, I mean, works for my, <laughs> for kids in high school. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> but that's, like,
1: that's the thing. It's just, like, having that awareness to know, like, yeah, maybe i do stink like i don't know smell check before you go out yeah. the same thing with your breath and stuff you know i mean
0: i will subtly smell check you guys can steal this like sometimes i will like oh my nose is itchy and i'll scratch my my nose with like that part of my arm that's near my pit and just do a little smell so Rotate. you don't have to like you don't have to lift your arm all the way up in the air you mm. can just be like oh yeah. yeah people do that all the time see it all the time it's easier <laughs> in the winter because you got a runny nose anyways so yeah just w- wipe that on your shirt well, and
1: same thing with your breath i mean people just carry around like gum and like mints and just like you know that you're probably not gonna brush your teeth throughout the day especially if you're working consistently like just take one like every couple hours it's fine
0: i do like how patrick in the theater stands up for spongebob he does yes he's like i i think like in this day and age um this is very helpful and like it's a good example of like spongebob's being like basically isolated by everyone else it's like kind of like a form of prejudice like obviously not a serious form of prejudice yeah. but like everyone's like dogging on him and instead of like letting that shit happen patrick was like you know what you're gonna deal with this you're and gonna deal, deal with, with the this. ugly and i feel like yeah and he's like look at it look at it when it's like again kind of an aggressive way to do it but it's nice to stand up for someone who's like you know might be getting dogged on a little yeah. bit, unless they deserve it.
1: And on the flip side of that, I think like going into the theater, SpongeBob and Patrick were talking, and Pat, or Patrick's like everyone respects people respect self esteem. Mm-hmm. And I think SpongeBob took it into a way that wasn't great. Like he would go to each person and be like, "Hey, I'm sorry, I'm so ugly. I hope yeah. they don't deserve a movie." It's like you don't need to do that. Yeah. Like, and that's
0: you go, not yeah. really self esteem either, because no, like, you, absolutely, I not. do hang out. I've hang out with people who are like dog on themselves the whole time and it's like yeah it's fun after a a little bit after a little while it kind of gets boring you know yeah
1: and i think it's just unnecessary like all these people probably could have lived their lives and been fine without him having to talk to them right they wouldn't even notice that his breath smelled if he didn't say anything to them
0: yeah exactly
1: there's like a couple little like small little lines that are like the banter that's pretty good um like uh one was Spongebob talking to Patrick, he's like, uh, I'm confused. And Patrick says, Yes, I am. I think that's always great as a character when Patrick like refers to himself as being dumb or stupid or like yeah. confused. It's
0: great. I also love when he gets when he catches the ugly, quote unquote. But where he's like, What did you eat? And he's like, Some roast beef, some chicken, some pizza. No, this and he's morning. like, No, this morning. And he's like, Some roast beef, some chicken, some <laughs> pizza. And it's just like a nice, like it makes you think like that's what he's having for breakfast. Yeah. No breakfast Sunday for him. It's it's, it's. a
1: full-on meal.
0: A full-on meal. And I feel like we could learn a little bit, you know? Yeah. Like, most important meal of the day, maybe you can have some roast beef, some chicken.
1: And a pizza. And a whole pizza. He's a thick boy. He does what he wants. It's good. And, like, uh, I think Squidward also has some, like, good little lines in this one, especially when Squ- SpongeBob is on the roof, like, yelling, I'm ugly, and I'm proud over and over again. He's like, oh, is that what he calls it? I still refer to that all the time <laughs> oh. when people say stuff. So. I'm like, oh, is that what you call it? <laughs> oh, is that what you call <laughs> it? so mean. Sorry, not sorry. All right, Omar. You ready for our bubble break?
0: Always ready for the bubble break. A lot more ready than I was the last episode.
1: Good, 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 good. (laughs) So I'm hoping that for this bubble break, uh, we can talk about a little bit what we talked about in, uh, you know, act one Mm -hmm. about like self-awareness, about stench and stuff. And we can talk about why you choose not to shower.
0: Um, I choose not to shower because my girlfriend is currently in Puerto Rico. So I have no one to smell good for, you know?
1: Solid, and that's it for the bubble break no. and, um I thought that we should take the time it's uh it's still in January while we're recording this mm-hmm. um to kind of talk about like goals for the new year. you know, I think that's a big topic for everyone is about uh new year's resolutions and what you expect to get out of two thousand nineteen you know so what are, what are you looking forward to? I've and- never
0: been like a resolutions person like I feel like resolutions are always like a good excuse to be like oh this is what i want to do and then just being sad about it later and not actually do them yeah um but i do think that like everyone at the beginning of the year should kind of do like one of those like i'm gonna check in with myself and then once i check in with myself i'm gonna see what kind i want to do and not really like set like a really hard goal because anyways if you set like something too big it's not gonna work anyways you gotta do it in like pieces yeah but i think like it is nice to write down what you kind of want and then refer back to it later on in the year or at least a mental note. Um, I think if I was like really inspirational for myself, I would like write it somewhere. I would like see it every day, like on the bathroom mirror that, like, self, and stuff like, like that. Like self-affirmation
1: stuff that people yeah. put on walls and lists and stuff. Like yeah. I see that. I mean, I've thought about doing that too. I don't think it's just like a constant reminder of things. It's like I should do that, but like I don't.
0: Yeah, I, I tried that earlier this year And where I was like, okay, I'm going to have like an alarms every time I get home. Cause you can set reminders on your phone that when you enter a certain area, Mm -hmm. it'll give you a reminder. So like when I get to my house, I get like a reminder, like, Hey, you should practice doing this, this, and this. And like, I end up just swiping them away. So I'm not huge in resolutions, but what I would like to see this coming year is like, I create a little bit more stuff. I would like to make more things, um, and i think that's possible. i've had more friends move to the city and now i'm getting a little bit more comfortable with where i am in the city, so i think i could possibly use like the extra comfort to like push myself to do other things that might make me a little bit uncomfortable. Nice. What about you, Josh?
1: Um i guess it's kind of like
0: it's not that sad.
1: I don't know. Um <laughs> you it's, not, it depress
0: it? It's, it's not It's You you picked this topic. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I know. Uh, know but it's like now? it's just honesty. Um I don't know I can I've been kind of like down for like the last like couple years Mm -hmm. I think that I'm just like in this weird rut where I don't feel like I am uh doing what I I don't know like a right path kind of thing so like instead of like making like these goals like oh I'm gonna do this in 2019 it's like I really want to treat 2019 as like preparation for the new decade like I think like Mm -hmm. 2020 feels like it could be a big year yeah you know and like me personally, like 20 turning 27 in like 2020 is like a thing. I don't know, there's like all these like rumors and like myths and stuff about being 27 that, like, what?
0: Yeah, I've never heard of these myths.
1: Oh, yeah, well, it's just like it, they're not good, they're not great. It's, i like,
0: a lowly on the verge of being 26 year old.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> what like myths? What myths are there?
1: Uh, it's just like people, like, I don't know, a lot of like artists die at 27, like, famous people like okay. die at 27. It's just like it's like a weird turning point, so like. I'm taking like the universe, like putting that out there, and like having the '20s be like a good decade, and using 2019 to really like explore what I want to get out of the next ten years. Got it.
0: Yeah, and that's like a long term. Yeah, I think
1: I think that's a little more better than me being like i should go to the gym yeah you know because although i think i I should go to the gym i should also yeah i was like i thought about that i was like maybe i should cancel netflix and go to the gym instead
0: uh our roommate was telling us about uh going to planet fitness and i was like i was looking at planet fitness i was like maybe i should go and then i was like nah i can work out at home we all know
1: that's not gonna happen right there's not enough motivation in the day it's fine (laughs) it's not the
0: motivation it's just like i don't know i don't know just lazy i'm always lazy it's not a motivation <laughs> thing it's literally like i just choose not to do it like, yeah. like i feel like motivation's more like oh like i want to do it but i just i can't it's like no i actively am like i do not want to work out but we'll see right. i got health insurance change. they reward me for steps so maybe i'll get, pick up pokemon go again and just walk around the city <laughs> and maybe that will make me skinny somehow <laughs> hopefully hopefully one day <laughs> one day we will be thin tall dark dark what else And handsome. And handsome. One of us. Only one of us. We'll see. We'll be one of each. (laughs) I called dibs on handsome. Great.
1: (laughs) Act two, Bossy Boots. So in this episode, Mr. Krabs wants to kind of make the Krusty Krab hip and uh, fun and get more money this way. So he hires his daughter, Pearl, uh, to come in and kind of change things up. And I think what everyone kind of quickly realizes is that no one really wants that. Not even Pearl um and so they figure out a way that spongebob could fire pearl and it's kind of a win-win pearl gets to leave and they get the crusty crab back
0: and spongebob and, gets this sweet swag for his apartment oh he
1: does yeah i mean only for a year's salary he gets all this like sweet like beanbag chairs and cool like lights and music and stuff
0: so that means two things either spongebob has a really nice savings or I don't know how he pays for anything. I don't know. Or maybe really that's <laughs> maybe
1: he got enough stuff for the year that he can survive off of I don't know what he eats. So oh,
0: he eats Sundays. Yeah. He has that peanut plant.
1: Do you think that he maybe he sneaks like a, a crusty a crabby <laughs> patty, patty every once in a while?
0: I mean, I would like to say yeah, but I think Spongebob's too pure. I don't think he I, like yeah, I, I think, think he would make it and then he would pay for it. Probably. Yeah. he seems like the type. What I do like about this episode is like the juxtaposition of Mr. Krabs does is doing something that's completely, I think, against the character you kind of saw in season one, where he's like using the youth, like he, he's like actually like going, oh yeah, he's using Pearl, but it's also like he's open to the youth's ideas, yeah, which usually is the exact opposite of someone running a business or like you're too young and tech and technically Pearl's still technically in high school, so yeah, like. Her experience is very, very, very low on any type of business, small or big. Um, And then Squidward is kind of like the opposite of that, because he's like, we have seniority, SpongeBob, like, don't... like speak your mind and don't let her push us around you know the squidward
1: kind of reminds me of those all like older workers that you end up working with as soon as like new blood comes in or a new Mm -hmm. boss are like oh here they're gonna change everything up and like we've been doing these for years and years and years now like why are they gonna let them do this
0: and that's like one of the most dangerous things i hear like in the workplace is like we've been doing it for years and years and years and like odds are if you got a new boss something's changing yeah and if it's changing because like your other boss like couldn't stomach it then probably it's changing for the better
1: well and it's like in the, even in this episode you they look at the Krusty Krab and it's like covered in dust there's, a, there's like a human skeleton like sitting at one of the tables
0: yeah. you know which I don't know what human was I down. was
1: wondering how that got there
0: I mean, it was that diver that hit uh, Mr. Krabs in the other area yeah, maybe so one thing I really liked is when they she implements the new uniforms which like I Krusty would probably crew. be pretty pretty <laughs> mad if I wore the uniform like that but like hey you gotta get paid right But uh, Squibber says something that I think would be, like, a very nice motivational poster. Um, The little Ks hit him in the eyes, and then he's like, rage, fury, irritation, humiliation. (laughs) And I was like, ah, that's nice. That's nice. I think I could, like, see it, like, those, remember those posters where it was just, like, a picture? Yeah. And it just says rage under it.
1: It's just a picture of a cat. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Or, like, hang in there. Like, something like that. I think it would be nice.
1: Um, I do like congratulate SpongeBob though for like not conforming to like the gender norms. Like to be fair, this is like a whole like pink jumpsuit with flowers on it and stuff. Yeah. Um, but he loves it. He going for it, you know.
0: And he was very open and like I think Pearl did actually a good job in having young people come, mm-hmm. but I don't think she did a good job like on the back end where it's like all this money is just going to stupid stuff
1: stupid decorations yeah yeah
0: not even just the decorations like the decorations i can say like okay no. if you ever walk into like a f- high-end ref- restaurant they're like there's some stuff that's like really expensive for no apparent reason like they cool, just got like, like busts yeah exactly it. like yeah. why do i like i need that but that's gonna bring people in and if you do that technically crabby pie probably cut it in half and then make it like a special dinner special dinner. like a uh, but
1: that's like oh, part yeah. of the episode too is just like and i think that's kind of funny um just looking at how things are now is like did it is like didn't know in the time but a lot of places have switched is like serving like fancy salads and like tea and that's what the menu for the crusty crab is so it's like a weird look into the future of like how we are now like it's a lot of places like that
0: i have a co-worker who like for lunch actually just goes to a place called just salad which I hear is good, but I also, I personally don't want a salad. He even has a bowl that says just salad on it.
1: Well, it was funny when I was like working in Berkeley and this is California. So of course it's going to be like all green and healthy, but like every other restaurant that would pop up would be like a salad place.
0: And like, I like that because it also transitions into one of the things I say all the time. Anytime I hear the word salad, I'm like, what in Davy Jones' locker is a salad. salad. <laughs> and every time I say it, no one reacts because it's a real deep cut, I feel. I feel like no one gets it.
1: But it's also a good point because, I mean, there's so many definitions of, like, salads now. Like, even what SpongeBob served to them, which is just, like, a piece of lettuce and tomatoes, like, can be considered a salad. Yeah. But, like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I feel like when people, like, transition from eating, like, a more, pro- like, a high-protein diet to, like, a like more salad. Like, like still high-protein, but, like, through greens and stuff like that. they That's what they think it's going to be. It's like, oh, I'm breaking down this other thing. But to be honest, and this is kind of like a sad thing, but also like whatever, I don't get full from salads as much as I have like, like I had like literally this week, I ate a whole bag of Caesar salad and I was like, I'm still, still hungry. hungry and I have no yeah. idea why. And I'm sure it's because I'm one, I'm not used to it. And two, like Caesar salad out of all the salads isn't like a robust salad. There's you not know? a lot
1: in it. You got some like lettuce, chicken, and, and, and I had to take the Parmesan
0: cheese out because whatever, because <laughs> whatever, because <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Um, I do like how Spongebob was really excited for new spatulas and then the entire episode the was, entire <laughs> episode but also like he was talking about he's like oh I want to make some changes and then he looks at, at the drawing and, and all it's just mustaches. All the mustaches, yeah which I completely forgot that like even happens in the thing and I think it's a great like little screen cap
1: yeah I think it's just really funny and I think it's like even more like cool that he conformed so easily to again like the gender norm because clearly like the mustache is a very manly thing yeah um, but the fact that Pearl had these like, like nice pink uniforms, he still loved that too. He's like, "This is great."
0: Yeah, I mean, it really didn't break it for him until they messed with the Krabby Patty. Yeah,
1: that was it. Yeah, that was like the whole soul of the restaurant. He's like, "I can't handle this." He's like, "No, I can't."
0: And like, I'm actually impressed that um, he's like standing up for what he like believes in. Yeah, like for SpongeBob, that was like the shot that broke the camel's back. It was like, "No, I am not gonna fuck with the Krabby Patty." Yeah
1: the best the, the reason into the, the kitchen there. and the fry, and the fryer is gone
0: yeah it's like
1: which is the thing she's like can you use like uh she's like fried food is so out or whatever yeah. it's like could you live without fried food i don't think i'm trying to think about it i was like i really do there's a lot of fried food out there that's like pretty good i mean
0: technically though is a burger fried
1: no but there's like fries I think, when i
0: think like fried i think like deep like deep fried, deep fried like yeah. i could probably go I wouldn't want to, but I could go without deep fried food. There's people who do it all the time. Just like, like bake
1: stuff instead. Yeah.
0: yeah, or people have those air fryers now.
1: Oh, I still don't understand how that works.
0: I've uh, I don't really understand how it works either. But I have used an air fryer before from an unnamed company I will not name, and uh, it was not very good. Mm. But I've I have I know other people who have other air fryer specific things that they say work pretty well. I don't which that sounds like it sounds good like if i could have french fries that tastes like french fries but not deep fried i'm cool with that yeah i guess but I think there is part of like the, part of the
1: frying is what makes things taste the way they are exactly. right exactly yeah like, it's the oil and
0: one thing i miss so much being lactose intolerant that like i almost cave on every single time i'm at a restaurant is mozzarella Moze-sticks. sticks mozi sticks mozi sticks are the best and i always have like like they used to be like my go-to at like a denny's or an ihop because not all the time you want pancakes i'd always get like the appetizer sample oh, yeah That's or something best. like that yeah. and now I have to like substitute for like more onion rings or like chicken fingers. And I'm like, I want mozzarella sticks. But those are dangerous, man. You can like, my grandma almost choked on mozzarella <laughs> sticks. You know how like the cheese gets like all yeah. like stuck and stuff. True story.
1: Is that, is that your favorite fried food? Mozzarella sticks? I
0: don't know. I haven't tried every fried food, but I definitely like, I'm a big, big fan of just like, just something that shouldn't be fried, like mm. fried Oreos or oh, something like that. Like okay. something sweet. I like fried sweet stuff. But I think like churros are technically fried, right?
1: I guess so. Well, so, those are a gift from God. Yeah. So, so. I
0: would say that, like that would probably that be there. my favorite because I could yeah. eat that like all the time. Um, but mozzarella sticks pretty high up there. Um, Definitely fried pickles. Fried pickles. I love oh, fried those pickles. are really good. Yeah. My favorite fried pickles are from Hooters. From where? Hooters. Oh. Which like to be honest, out of all the fried pickles, oh, there's two places: Disneyland Carnation Cafe. You, you know, they have fried pickles. Those are really good. I didn't know that but only got the the hooters ones too every other fried pickle i've ever had has like just not not done it for me yeah it's Mm -hmm. like it's either like the sauce they put with it isn't as good it's not as crunchy as it could be or it's like i don't know
1: trying to make trying to make my own see how that goes
0: good (laughs) let's do it right now
1: (laughs) let's do it right now um i liked uh part of this episode uh it was kind of a throwback to Act 1, mm-hmm. uh, was when Squidward uh, pulls off the costume, he's like, I've had it, and whatever. The cop comes up again and gives a ticket and puts it on over his junk. Yeah. It was like, this cop is out to get people.
0: <laughs> Wait, what happens in Act 1 when he does that?
1: He, the, the car explodes, and he puts the ticket on the car. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's nice.
1: Um, I also like another Squidward thing that I noticed is when Pearl gives... Um, the outfit to Squidward, she calls him Uncle Squiddy.
0: I also picked up on that too. Yeah. I wrote it down because I was like, I was I thinking, like I was legit. Like, how far has Mister Krabs and Squidward gone back? Because like, he's probably been around for a while. At least Squidward probably has. Yeah, he's probably been with Mister Krabs not since the start, but probably cl- pretty, pretty close, close though. Yeah. So like, he probably could have seen Pearl like grow up, and that she would consider him like an uncle. Uh,
1: uncle, yeah. That's. It that takes a lot. Another, like, little Squidward tidbit. I got a lot of little Squidward facts. Um, <laughs> when he does, right before he takes off the costume, he gets really angry and he burns the Ks off his head. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, like, a cool little, maybe it's not meant to be, but, like, it's a cool... Uh, foreshadowing. Flat, foreshadowing for his, like, superpower he gets when they all get superpowers. And he has, like, the volcano head and he's able to shoot fire and stuff out of his head. Krakatoa! Oh, I'm looking like too it. much into that, but... I like
0: that one. I like it because, like, that is a good moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, in case you guys were curious, um, here are all the different names that they've come up with. And they try to rename the crusty crab. There's the cutie crab, the kookie crab, the chaotic crab, the kissy crab, the king crab, the candy crab, the cool crab, cowboy crab, curly crab, peepy crab, the killer crab, and <gasps> cuddly crab is what they went with. But um one thing I do want to know is I've been watching a lot of anime recently, and I had my captions on when I was watching, and which I don't usually do when Swan draws on. But every time they spelled these names on the captions, they and all had K's in them. But What I thought was weird is later on, he's like, oh, yeah, there's a Krabby Patty. But that was spelled with a C. They spelled the oh. Krabby Patty wrong. But they spelled all the other cutie crab, Cookie crab, chaotic crab, and all those with K's.
1: Do you think that's on purpose?
0: I have no idea. I think it was just a captioner's problem. They messed it up. Uh, I know it like really threw me off because I was like writing out all the the names and stuff, and then I was like, "Oh God, like why is this one thing in as a C? Yeah. They even spell the chaotic crab like K H, like yeah. they don't do it any other way. I think it's weird.
1: The last thing I wanted to bring up is like talking about nepotism because it's 100 percent how this like whole thing falls into place, right? Is that he hires his family, he hires hires Pearl. Like the intentions were good, but I think that it's like it still plays into nepotism. I don't know. Does that actually work? Does nepotism like actually cause toxic environments and stuff?
0: Uh, have you looked at the current uh, administration? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I think it actually does because um, I actually t- talked recently with someone who, and it was kind of like what you're talking about with Squidward. How there's sometimes older people on like uh, a gig that there's these people who work in a certain part. I'm um, not going to say specifically because I don't want to reveal my sources. Oh. But they work, and it's a father and son, and the father's been in the union for quite a while, but was around in the union when, like, wasn't as safe, and now they're a lot safer. But the son does it all that way because, like, that's what the dad does. And I think that kind of, like, nepotism does a, a bad thing. But um, my dad has always told me never mix um family with money. Yeah. Because, you know, when something goes wrong, then you have you know you're losing parts of your family you're not like losing like friendships or anything like that yeah which like usually can't get back you can't get your family back Um, It's crazy
1: like family businesses some family businesses really work yeah and it's interesting how they figure out that dynamic like how they make it work but i think it's because they like i don't know it's so ingrained in their family that business is family at that point
0: yeah but i also think it's like a different dynamic because like in this one mr krabs is giving pearl full control yeah whereas i feel like in most family businesses it's whoever started the business is the one in control and they're telling everyone else what to do so like the problems down. i've seen it's like if it's like your kids you're passing down a legacy and do they want to keep that legacy or not and then when they eventually do take the legacy like are you willing to give it up and for some people that's like crazy like no i'm not gonna give up the store that i worked hard for and watch you like ruin it mm-hmm. you know but this one's just so different because you know she's in charge even though she's like a High schooler,
1: yeah. Can you imagine that?
0: <laughs> and that brings me to another small lesson. I feel like if you're the boss of some place, you should be doing the firing. Yeah, or uh, or some type of manager.
1: Well, and that's the thing. I mean, even like with nepotism too. Like if you have the like if you had the balls to like hire your own family, you gotta be. You gotta have the balls to fire them too. Yeah, like I that's mean, the give
0: thing. everyone the courtesy of like, hey, you're doing this job badly. Yeah. But I think it's one of those things you need to 100. Uh, percent take responsibility for the employees that you hire and like, unless your company is super big, like don't leave it up to a manager to do it. Like no, the boss or the person who did the hiring should do the firing. In yeah. Your opinion. Unless it's like something really crazy, like something that you can call out immediately. Like uh, you're stealing stuff. You're fired. You just, you just punched a customer. Yeah. Like, Goodbye. Like something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that I, last thing I want to mention is that Mr. Krabs is like me about knowing the prices of all the, like the random bullshit that they buy <laughs> Um, because like m- even my parents, they texted me the other day and they're like, "What uh, what were your apartments in college? Like, what were the rents?" And off the top of my head, I gave them every single rent. I was like, "This one, this one, this one, and this one." And I can't tell you uh, how many times Team and I will go grocery shopping, and I'll be like, "Well, I got this and I got this," and then she'll come in and she'll like, "Let's take this," and I'm like, "Okay, how much was it?" She's like, "I don't know." Like, what do you mean? You don't you don't know? Yeah. And then like he gets such sticker shock that he just passes out. And then Spongebob pulls out that... Uh,
1: that sweet, that's sweet 20, and that emergency, emergency 20. 20.
0: And I like how he could smell the the amount.
1: He's like, oh, that's a 20? And pocket, pockets it. That screech that Spongebob does, though, when he walks in, and Mr. Krabs passed out is so great, though. was yeah, <laughs> like, like pure toy terror.
0: It's, it's That's how I would feel if I saw my boss <laughs> yeah, dying. He's passed out. Yeah, You care about him. Mm. You care too much. <laughs> but I don't think my boss would come back alive if I... 20 in his, face? In his face just call nine one one. one yeah
1: that's the lesson there that's the lesson <laughs> all right y'all are you ready for the big lesson this week mm-hmm. big old lesson a big old lesson big lesson all
0: right big booty lesson
1: um so the big lesson I got this week Omar um was really to be honest I think is the I big thing you. did you get the same thing
0: mine was like more aggressive, but yeah, yeah, it's it.
1: like honesty is like I think that watching the reactions of all the people in Bikini Bottom to SpongeBob's bad breath, like it could be very simple to be like, dude, your breath just freaking stinks, right?
0: It, like any of them could be like, oh my god, your breath. Yeah, it, it, it
1: solved all the problems, and I feel like that's just in general. Like and we were talking about when we we're in the act itself, like just being honest with someone, like hey, like your breath stinks, or like you like. You smell or like something like is mean at the time, but like saves a person a lot of trouble and probably embarrassment, you know, yeah. and the same and the same thing kind of goes if you're close. to them. Yeah, you're close. And I think that's fine. Like a friend telling you that you stink like it's fine, you know, whatever. And then in act two, I kind of saw everyone needed to be a little bit more honest with each other. I mean, like, Mr. Crab should have been more honest about that. He wasn't liking how things were going at the Krusty Krab. Spongebob should have been more honest, like he was a little more uncomfortable. He was he's probably the most honest character in that episode. Yeah squidward was to a point but squidward i think was a little more uh he's like he was honest he's angry yeah Yeah. um and pearl especially i think is like the biggest one in this i think she and i see this with a lot of people as far as professions go if you're not happy um in what you're doing and like then why are you torturing yourself to continue and that's like pearl is like she's trying to make working at the Krusty Krab work and make it this great thing, but she broke down crying because it was... I also
0: don't like the manipulative like kind of mindset where it's like, can I suck so bad at my job that...
1: I can get fired? Yeah, I can get fired. Which
0: I think you're better off just being really honest with your boss and being like, you know what? I think they would... Maybe they wouldn't in the moment appreciate it more, but I think they would appreciate it more for you to tell them like, I hate this job. I want to quit in about two weeks, find someone else. Yeah. Then to be like um yeah i don't like i don't like this job so i'm just gonna suck until they fire me
1: yeah and i think you're doing yourself a disservice too i mean you're gonna be more miserable sucking at something i think than you are just like get up believing and try to find something else exactly
0: so mine was like very similar that mine was just be blunt mm-hmm. tell people what's up and just be straight up it's like not 100 percent just an honesty thing it's like also like having like the gumption to be like yo Please save me from my hell.
1: Well, I think I think yours is probably like more like feasible. I think people too often, even with friends, like tiptoe around like subjects and stuff. I think it's like, what's the point of tiptoeing? Like some people just need to be you just need to be blunt, and like if it's a friend, they'll understand. It doesn't matter, you know.
0: If they don't understand, just. Okay.
1: yeah and it's like it even goes like with the, the smelling bad thing you tell a friend that they smell like if they're gonna be all insulted and like take it badly it's like
0: yeah i mean like don't like shame them don't be no no but like, like smell but it? just be
1: blunt about it like hey dude like you kind of you like you smell like that's fine it's i like, think hey th- man do you have deodorant yeah it's like that, i think that's a good thing you know i think that's like a sign of a good friend is trying to help you out you know i think people that are blunt who do it in a nice way how, how would you say
0: I don't know. Like, I, I think there's like different degrees. Like, yeah. you can be blunt and like straightforward while like trying to keep someone else's feelings in account, but also be like, it is like a talent to be that blunt. Yeah. I feel like it's a, it's a like a reflex or a muscle that you have to like work out. Where you're like, hey, like, you. Really... I'm not gonna be afraid. I'm, I'm not as afraid of the response you're gonna give me as I am of like you feel uh, being this way without you knowing. Yeah, I think
1: it's like you got to be really, you kind of, you really can't care about what people think about you when you're that blunt, which is fine. Like, I think it works for a lot of people. I think more people should be like that, for
0: sure. Kind of cuts out the middleman of that weird, subtle, but like, oh, can you not? Because then your intentions are very clear. Yeah. 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 So, another episode in the bucket.
1: 2019 is going pretty good.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, we already done... A lot, even though we're like a little bit of a month late, but it's yeah, all good. It's fine. It's all good. February is more my month, anyways. So it's gonna work out. Thank you again for listening to this week's episode. Thank you again. If you wanna send us anything, is dot com or email us at is mayonnaise a podcast at gmail dot com. Mayonnaise m a y o n n a i s e. Thank you. That's how you spell mayonnaise. I don't know how you found us without doing that, but. Google might have helped you. Mm-hmm. But anyways, follow us on Facebook, um, Insta, and Twitter. Um, our Twitter is podcast because mayonnaise did not fit on the Twitter handle. So make sure you share with your friends Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Stitcher if you're on Android, Apple Podcasts if you're on Apple, or whatever. As long as you can find us and listen to us, we'd really, really enjoy that. And let us know if you guys like had any cool
1: like New Year's resolutions and stuff that, you know... And apply it to stuff we've been talking about, like let us know. Yeah, Maybe we love stuff they, like that. Yeah.
0: Feedback. If you're like we miss you guys or we hate you now, you left us. Love it. Yeah, just send it to us. Yeah. Again, tell your friends and your enemies. We're okay with that.
1: Um, so before we leave, um, I was hoping, Omar, could you tell us a little story?
0: Uh like do you want like a classic that I've like been passed down through like generations? Of course. My family? That's exactly okay, what right I want. It. Um, this story is called The Ugly Barnacle. Once there was an ugly barnacle. He was so ugly that everyone died. The end. I'm ugly and I'm proud.